Ultra. Welcome again, one final time, to Back to the Future Minute. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Nick Amanez in the news. And uh, joining us for our final episode from Mogwai Minute, we have Neil. Hello. And George. Hey, how's it going? And, uh, of course, returning champion, fourth time on the show, <laughs> Crystal Beth. Welcome. Oh, hi. Thank you are, for having me. I'm so happy to be here. Are you, is, is, is she our most returning host? Uh, No. No? no. Okay. Sorry. No. Well, darn it. <laughs> well, that got weird. She's, she's tied with like nice. one other person. Okay, so you're, I think. Who? Uh, your is mom. It Chris. Chris. Chris right? O'Connor. Yeah. Okay. So Address? you're. So you're Steve Martin. <laughs> He's Alec Baldwin. Oh. oh, I'll take it. And you guys yeah. are just. That's good. I'll take it. For yeah. Us. yeah. It's good. You a banjo. All right. Yeah. So uh, today we are talking about uh, Back to the Future: The Ride, which, if you haven't written, is oh. an experience. Um, and there is a little bit of uh, plot. So all this week we've been covering sort of like the cue footage, so like the stuff you watch when you're in line for the ride. And then today the main thing we're going to talk about is the ride itself. Yes. Um, however, if you've never ridden the ride, you're going to be very confused as to what's happening. Um, <laughs> so we thought we would do like a quick sort of plot rundown of what you're, well, Scott, what you're in what for. kind of idiot would talk about a ride that they have never been on? <laughs> or in fact... I've never go on. I've never <laughs> been on the ride. <laughs> Me neither. I was <laughs> um, so, yeah, show of hands, just out of curiosity, how many of you have actually ridden the ride before? Oh, hey, there's a few of you. Nice. I am the only awesome. person qualified on this panel to talk about this ride. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I've been, oh, well, I, yeah, Scott, okay. yeah, I've been on it a couple we, times. It's actually, when we were trying to decide what to do for this event that the Greenhouse Theater so graciously uh, hosted us for, the, the the ride made so much sense because as we said, this was actually your entry into the right. the fandom the right. universe. This is the first experience I ever had with Back to the Future was Origin as a seven story. year old riding this ride. So um, that's so cool. All right, so let's uh, let's start at the top as we introduce you all to the Institute of Future Technology, uh, which is the uh, company that uh, Doc Brown apparently started after the events of Back to the Future Part Three. Um, so he as went we away. All, we all saw it coming. Right. After the he went away in the train with his family and then quickly abandoned them and started this company, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> which is in complete contradiction to his position on time travel. Oh boy, howdy! Yeah, yeah. slightly, absolutely. Yeah, but you'll do anything for a buck, right? What happened to him on the train after part three? That like completely 180'd everything he believed in. He thought up the name. He started if, a family. That's true. If, <laughs> oh, these kids, they gotta eat. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Oh, I gotta make money. I can't just survive on Burger King. There's a real, <laughs> there's there's a real easy way to make money though through time travel. You know, you just going. Get an almanac from the future. That's true. Well, you know, that's funny. Like in the comic, he actually, uh, to make money for the hover conversion, he went back to the 1930s, bought like seven copies of Action Comics number one, came back what? to 2015, and sold them for like, you know, a million dollars each. That's not really Ridiculous. gambling, so it's still within Brown's <laughs> ethos. It's fine. Yeah, sure. Um, what if you, let's just say, I know we're not, none of us are, 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 are seers, Time travelers, but if you, what do you think that you know of? That you know, we know of, of course. What do you think would be 
the 2017 or modern equivalent of Superman number one, where it's like if you were to get it right now in like 150 years, uh, it would some be like sort of sneaker, some sort of yeah. sneaker, yeah, a sneaker yeah. by a basketball man that <laughs> a lot of kids want that are like 600 bucks. It's yeah. called a player. A, pl- a player? Yeah. A player. They play basketball. Well, the problem, though, is that you wouldn't be able to buy those cheap. The idea is oh, that you buy right. it cheap now, and then it's expensive later. So uh. water. Yes, water. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Good. If Mad Max is any indication. Right, gasoline. Ex- yes, yeah. gasoline. Well, air. Air. I mean, they, they sell Canadian air in China. So oh, that's right. Just buy air. Yeah, or like like autumn air. Oh. Yeah. Or like fall leaves. Right, seasons, because we're For not going to have air freshers. No. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's good. No. Um, so so uh, so we've got Heather here, who is our PR representative. I you guys are gonna find out. I've been saying all week that I think she looks like an '80s Brie Larson, mm. and that's how oh, I yeah. remember her. Isn't sure. that Ben Stiller's wife? Yeah. That's Christine Taylor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Blondes of Hollywood with Nick Jimenez. <laughs> um, <laughs> You should write a book. What what she tells us is that we're all going to be volunteers in a time travel experiment in which Doc Brown and the Institute of Future Technology is going to send us one minute into the future because that is really exciting. If they tell you, is that a volunteer situation? Yeah. We have all volunteered (laughs) by walking into the line. Doc says the word volunteer too much. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, it's like, like he's trying just to so you know, something. you volunteered for this. You're a volunteer. You are culpable for your own action. Right. Yeah, and it's kind of like just a little, it's like when you're at a party, or just like, I don't know, anytime someone says like, just so you know, you signed a waiver. Right. That's like the vibe that I keep getting. <laughs> Which from, parties absolutely. do you go to that make you sign a waiver? That make me sign a waiver. Yeah. I live the good ones? I live in Los Angeles. Yeah. It's all eyes wide shut. Um, so then we get a... <laughs> we get a... He peeks. He peeks. Uh, he peeks. We get a uh, quantum transmission from... Uh, from Doc Brown from 2015, he has figured out a way to rig these uh, hover cams to transmit through time. Um, and he's talking to us th- from 2015. He's letting us know that Biff Tannen is missing from the year 1955. No one knows what happened to him, where he is, but it's nothing we should worry about. There's uh, there's a moment in the video that we we legally can't. That's why the that's why we're doing a slideshow. Right. Uh, it's not just because we thought this was the best way to do this, um, <laughs> but like him. Doc is driving on the wrong side of the road the entire time that he's talking to the, right. the audience. Yeah, he He'll keeps like, driving right, guys, incoming traffic. Ooh, and yeah. then like, just almost killed like three people. Yeah, <laughs> multiple times, and then multiple keeps times. Maybe in the future, the U.S. is taken over by England again. So they sure. have to swap sides. Like a reboot. And, yeah. uh, and uh, the next thing that uh, we are told... <laughs> The next thing we're told is uh, Heather comes back on and says, um, "Hey, uh, there's a security problem." Yeah. yeah. Do you want to tell um, tell them who uh, Back to the Future fans might already be familiar? Oh yeah, with she's Heather. she's Spike from Back to the Future too, the one that, who says, "You ain't got no scrot." Um, that's her. Um, gang, ben Stiller's wife. Gang. That's Darlene Vogel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> okay. That's why they got divorced. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> See, no. Ben Stiller ain't got no... S- Never mind. Uh, no, it doesn't matter. It's not about this. Okay. <laughs> Never mind. So she lets us know that there's a security problem, but again, it's nothing we should worry about. 
Uh, oh. There he is. Oh, there he is. Except uh, it looks like somehow Biff, who has been missing from 1955, has shown up at the Institute of Future Technology and Papa is roaming the halls. Mamba. Well, that's convenient. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he, I, so we, we talk about this during like the pre-show parts of the ride, but uh, Tom F. Wilson brings it. Like yeah. 100% brings it. He doesn't it. ever not bring yeah, it. That's yeah, that's He's always at 11. Just a legend. Mm -hmm. Shout but out to Bob Tutman. Biff, in this ride, in this in this particular narrative, he kind of has, I, 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 he reminds me a lot of Bugs Bunny. Mm -hmm. <laughs> because, like, for example, when he sees, Ein, Doc put Einstein in charge of security. Uh, that's a robot as you do. That's a robot head, head like move. Yeah. So Doc is Probably Einstein. better qualified than Doc. If you haven't seen the Back to the Future movies, Einstein is a dog. Uh, <laughs> And not actually Einstein. Yeah, no, it's a dog. Would be impressive, but maybe about yeah. as effective. And right. so, like, Einstein is like watching the security footage, and then Biff like comes up, and he pulls out like a huge bone, like a huge dog bone, and, yeah, like, and like Profiling. puts it in his mouth. It's like, this is what you do. Yeah, and, yeah. And, it's really like, weird. I, we what? don't know how he can see Einstein, but he for some reason. He out items from thin air in this, yeah. and he's like a little troublemaker. <laughs> yeah. And I like it. So Doc, who has a uh, poster of Biff, uh, <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> it's interesting. It's very flattering. Um, so Doc lets us all know that uh, Biff is indeed uh, roaming the halls, but again, it's nothing we should worry about. No, He'll figure out a problem. Do people ship Doc and Biff? I don't know. Well, this. Well, Biff, here's the weird from thing. This, I think they might. Here's the weird thing about this ride. This is the first time they have enter, ever interacted as characters. <laughs> oh, really? is in wow, this okay. ride. Oh, yeah. wow. It would be like if they did like a Game of Thrones ride and like Daenerys was like, "Oh, Littlefinger, yeah. you, my <laughs> arch, my greatest enemy." Like, yeah. No, you've what are you talking never about? spoken. No, it's really strange. Um, so, <laughs> oh man. <laughs> so security is looking for Biff. They can't find him, even though he's right there. Security with a lowercase s. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Insecurity. Th yes. This this sort of plays out like a Blue's Clues uh, moment. <laughs> yeah. No. They're where they're legit. kind of like looking out and like, where? can you see Biff? <laughs> <laughs> And Tom F. Wilson's like, I'm gonna kill him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then uh, oh, right, Doc, yeah. and then Doc, who who uh, this whole time is saying, don't worry about the Biff thing, it's not a big deal. I'm gonna tell you about the science experiment you're gonna do. I invented a new time machine. It's a- In Invented. Invented. It's a eight passenger DeLorean time vehicle. <laughs> so DeLorean made an eight seat car. No, 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 he no, invented no. that part he of it too. He invented that part. He, he invented yeah. that part? There was never an eight door DeLorean? No. Eight seats? It's got four goalie doors. That would look terrifying with them all open. It'd be like a limo. Like a spider. Yeah. So he invented this thing, and this is what we're going to use. I don't know. Yeah, this is what we're going to use to travel through time. I would have used a Ford Aerostar. Just something a little bit more convenient to the process. Yeah. I think so. Oh, and then the added uh, the added bit that he 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 added to this thing. He also made it a convertible, because he figured you could tell what the weather is going to be. So why not oh. just go only when it's the sunny days? I have a question. So I have lots of questions, <laughs> Crystal. <laughs> Nothing. I don't know that I have answers, but let's let's see. If it's a convertible, uh huh. Has anyone been in a convertible? Not they through space hurt. time. Yeah. Not in this economy. They, they make your hair fly around and it slaps mm -hmm. in your face and it gets stuck in your mouth. And if yeah. there's like weird dust in the street, it ends up on you. There's all kinds of weird Hobos. stuff in the time-space continuum. What happens space in continuum. space? Yeah. <laughs> 
I don't know. Like, like when you get to your time period, would you look to your left and there would just be like a like a Revolutionary War soldier? Like, <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> I don't know. You Possibly. Pick up, like, I do like. Well, we'll get to it in the ride. Uh, uh, so, so as we are prepping to go on this thing, um, you can see in the background Biff is back there, uh, walking. He's sneaking precariously so toward Doc as yeah. Doc is showing us a little model of the of the DeLorean that is not a convertible, even though he claims it's a yeah. model of the eight passenger yeah. well, DeLorean. Yeah, Biff has a box. And that whenever someone turns around, he hides inside of it. Yeah. <laughs> it's a Metal Gear Solid yeah. for y'all. So uh, Biff hits this uh, this control thing. On the side. And um, yeah, on the side, he just busts it with a monkey wrench because he throws a monkey wrench into things, which is a joke earlier. It's a boss battle. Uh, right. And and he uh, locks Doc in his office because... Uh, he looks like a real housewife. And then <laughs> yeah. his frame looks like a real housewife. Real housewife of the future. Yeah. <laughs> real housewives of Hill Valley. I'd watch that. <laughs> well, Doc, Doc I, for some reason, he feels that he needs to put this uh, like mall security uh, railing around his uh, around his office. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, sorry, guys. Limited two is closed. <laughs> yeah. And locks himself inside. It's really strange. But yeah, so he's locked in there. And of course, Biff is going to go on a joyride in the DeLorean as a result because Doc can't stop him. And oh, and you find out like how he 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 the scientists were in 1955 for some reason and Biff like stowed away on the DeLorean. Right. Is that that's how like, he got there? That's how, that's how got he got there. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Stowed the away. people were in it? Yeah. yeah. There's no room. I... I, I'm, I'm trying. I don't know why I'm trying to make any it's of this make sense. It's it's just, it's no, a no, very Crystal. Silly thing yeah. Go on. I'm just curious. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, All of your questions are valid. I don't Good. know. Okay, thank I, you. I assume but it's a little bit valid. like Cameron in the back of the <laughs> in the back of the GT California. You know, like yeah. Maybe I, just holding on to the back. Yeah. Oh, All the maybe. Space time dust. Maybe he's pulling a Marty. Maybe yeah. he's just like clinging onto the bumper. <laughs> yeah. Like with no skateboard. I, yeah, yeah. Sure. He, he, you know, he got he learned it from watching Marty. <laughs> Must have been a friggin' trip when it like entered the time space continuum. And well, like, and he Ooh. got really hot and then really cold. Yeah. Yeah. He was frozen today. Again, I question the the convertible thing. I yeah. that seems a terrible like a idea. Weird. Weird. Well, Doc weird thing. Doc says in the, his uh, his inspiration was in case anyone wanted to go on. Quadruple dates. Right. Quadruple dates. That sounds awful. Yeah. Yeah. Double dates are it hard. It sounds like one of those You're parties that Nick went to. Yeah, yeah, you got to wait an hour at least for dinner. It's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. So uh, so Biff is uh, going on his joyride through time. Um, and uh, what happens is basically Doc says, look, I have for some reason outfitted this eight-passenger DeLorean with a remote control that looks a lot like an RC car. I'm remote retired. Control. Uh, I'm going to, you guys are going to get into the car. Why we have to be involved at all, I don't know. We, we volunteered, Nick. We volunteered. Yeah, <laughs> we signed that waiver. We knew so, what we were signing up for when our dads were like, let's go on this one next. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Like, I didn't volunteer for this. Oh, wait, I guess I did. <laughs> so we're going to, he's going to control our car and we're going to go and chase after Biff through time. And all we have to do is hit 88 miles per hour and bump him. His words. Yeah. <laughs> One of the most scientific minds. Yeah. 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 And we're, he's like, bump him. Bump him. Like your sister when you're playing bumper cars. Yeah, bump Just him. Just like kind of. Bump just bump him. just without the time travel. Yeah, and he'll right. careen through time and space back to where he needs exactly to Exactly, your point of origin. Yeah. All right, so now we are on the ride, and we are in the garage, and we're getting ready for takeoff. Why is there a mini flux capacitor on the dash? Just to remind you where you are. Yeah. yeah. 
just fancy. Yeah. Just, I mean, well, like, I mean, why could there be a rearview mirror? With it's got to be somewhere. Well, you know, you know. you know how like um, they'll be like uh, assembled for a key, but it'll be like a really old key, mm -hmm. even though that's not how keys look anymore. That's just what we've. It's like how when you want to roll down a car window, you still do this. <laughs> I think that's I it's think universal. Capacitor is just universal. The universal symbol of time travel. So this is what it looks like when you travel through time in the DeLorean. Um, this is not what it looks like in the movie. No. I wish. This is pretty instantaneous in the movie. This looks like 2001 A Space so Odyssey. This is, what, this is what Marty saw. This looks like Captain EO. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Fun fact, anytime you travel through space and time, Tom Sawyer by Rush has to play. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, that makes sense. So we arrive in Hill Valley 2015. The future. The future. <laughs> the far future. The far-flung future. Yeah. So well, well specifically so 2015, because the sign to Hill Valley tells you what year you're in. Yeah. <laughs> right. Do they change that every year? I mean, I assume, look, they've got a broken clock. They don't have anything yeah, else exactly. to do. 2015. Uh, so we get, uh, we, we're going through and we run into Biff and uh, Biff suddenly decides to start taking us. He starts sort of like coaxing us like around town and running us into things. Uh, we caused a lot of property damage. We crashed damage. through. Well, technically, we Doc is running everything. us into things because he's the one with the remote control. Yeah. yeah. There are parts in the ride where the families are guilted for stuff they have no control <laughs> Yeah. Like, like, there's a moment where, like, Biff's like, I'm behind the guard. And the guard's like, do you see Biff? Do you guys see Biff anywhere? And I'm sure, like, kids were like, he's right there, but, like, he can't hear you because he filmed that, like, six months ago. And so there's a part where he leaves and Biff's like, you didn't. You're, you're, you're the reason. You told, you didn't rat out on me. That means we're in this together. <laughs> you're almost as compliant as me. I'm like, Jesus. Like, also, you signed a waiver. You signed yeah. a waiver. You volunteered for it. By entering so, yeah, the line. We crash into the Texaco sign. Uh, we quick, uh, quick, 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 quick. Yeah. Because um, I'm the realist in all of this, apparently. Of course. How did he get in charge of the AV of my ship? Biff? Yeah. On, on the dash? Yeah. He yeah, can, it's like a it, comm link. Oh, Biff's a hacker. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Oh. He's a hacker butthead. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Sounds Crystal. good. Yeah. <laughs> I just, fine. I didn't know if there was something that I missed and there's re watching there's everything. He's a hacker from 1955. There's a switch that just says taunt. So a criminal. It's so yeah, he he's just a yeah. criminal. <laughs> a thief. Yeah. Um, so uh, he sort of like takes us around town, runs us through a Texaco sign. Now, uh, I, I, okay. So okay, what was going through your head, seven year old you? Mm -hmm. As this part was happening, the future but, was inhabited by hamsters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I mean that. I, I thought this was cool. Like <laughs> you know, like as, as a kid, like you think this is cool. That's why Discovery Zone made so much money uh, when oh, I was a kid. Man. <laughs> Remember Discovery oh, Zone? Oh, I miss it. I know. I lost so many socks. I know. Do you, <laughs> do, you do you ever go to a Discovery Zone as an adult and no. you're like, it's this small? It's so small. Is it small? It's super small. Aww. Yeah. You don't know. You're smaller you're a kid now. Um. The, I, I I like the added detail. I was surprised that there were people walking through this thing. Sure. Um, because I didn't, I mean, you know, this is just like a miniature model that they're running a camera through. But mm -hmm. I, I was impressed that there are like people. I mean, it's probably like little, little stick people. Borrowers. Yeah, borrowers. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I do like this little mall. I, I will say, I mean, those two people aside, this is a very unpopulated city. Yeah. Well, it's at nighttime. You know? well, yeah, what time is it? The mall it's a police knew. state, so it's after curfew, obviously. Yeah. I mean, 2015 like, was when oh, Amazon was Oh, it's 3.43 a.m. 
That's like the bars aren't even closed yet in Chicago. <laughs> AM. The night's still going. Well, this is Hill Valley. This is Hill Valley. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we go into the neighborhood, which is like right next to the city. This is, I mean, this is Hilldale, right? This is supposed to be Hilldale. He, that was a long ride. In the Does that say GIF on the ground? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this is going to become a meme at some point. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. GIF. Uh, so, Neil, you had questions about this. Well, yeah, well, I mean, you know, it's another one of these hamster tubes, but it seems to be connecting two people's houses, which is... I can understand the mall, mm-hmm. but I don't think I want my neighbor be able to wander over into my house. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, best best thing I could come up with is maybe um, you know, like when you have when you buy an apartment, like you own it, and then you buy the other apartment, you knock down a wall and make your apartment bigger. I think maybe I, this is the version of that. They bought the house next door, well, and one then side's they're like, well, street. we could build like the size of an extra. An extra, you know. Well, I'm sure by, by the year 2015, humankind's perspective on, you know, privacy and individualism is going to be far different than, than maybe we today. all live in one big housed community and it's, it's all like a community. Share yeah. Maybe we're everywhere. all named Biff in the future. <laughs> <laughs> so Biff takes uh, Biff takes us um, all around and back into the 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 square here. Um, Jaws 19. Yeah, we Great get Jaws nineteen. Nice Have shout you out. Seen just the trailer for now, it? No. <laughs> yeah, it's the best. Yeah, it is. Um, Jaws just so, so, got their work cut out for them. <sighs> just on Jaws, the, I mean, it's nice to see the sign, right? Yeah, but I feel it missed a real open goal with not having the the shock. Oh yeah, right, like coming out. So at CGI the car. anyway, right? So why not have the big shock? Well, this is a this is a, a, a model, miniature. Yeah. yeah, this is a model. Right, but on your when you're in the on the ride, oh, and you're looking yeah, at it sure. on the screen. It's just on the screen. They could that's presumably true. put whatever they want in there. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You're right. That Open is a big mistake. That'll write be a really letter, f- Neil. I, write a letter. Maybe they thought it was repetitive after. Um, but that's what people like. What happens later? They like tropes like that, yeah. right? Yeah. Like Biff's throwbacks. here. I guess that's true. <laughs> why does why is Biff here? Well, oh, I mean repetitive about the other thing that eats oh. us. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> so so this is the this is the part that I was watching this as an adult man. This is the part that I was like deeply offended by. So, uh, so first of all, Biff is like, "All right, bye, suckers," and then he leaves, and we have to go chase him down. Um, and of course, we're gonna hit 88 miles per hour as we go toward the clock, and we break it into a million pieces. Uh. That is a piece of historic Back to the Future. I wanted. Imagine if, like, I know it's like all like you're seeing everything but what if when you crash into the clock tower it cuts to the save the clock tower lady hmm. and she's like yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the Hill Valley Preservation Society is very upset you blew it up yeah the, they're not upset they now have another reason to live to exist uh, yeah. oh yeah, yeah no, no, keep no, going another like 20 years a fine car flew like into like that <laughs> clock tower the clock tower preservation society has become like the masons <laughs> they're constantly trying to get the clock refurbished or maybe it's a time thing where once it goes through it reassembles itself because it happens all the time. Oh, hopefully. Although it was working because before it crashed, the clock on the on the car and the clock on the tower was the same thing. Oh, well, there so you obviously go. it was working. All right. Not anymore. Maybe no. uh maybe maybe somebody will go break the the date on the the sign outside so that they have something else that they <laughs> it's don't It's the Clock fix. Tower Preservation Society. The yeah. Sabotage it all. Yeah. Yeah. There it's you go. It's their master plan. This is Illuminati confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, uh, we go back, or we, yeah, now we're back in the Ice Age. Um, back in the Ice Age. Where, back no in the where we all came from. Also, that, just, where are there no stars? I, I, I don't know. I don't know why, why just, we keep like, asking you these questions. I, I feel yeah. kind of Scott, bad. Like, why just why no stars? Scott? Tell us. 
look, when I made this ride. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we never. Scott Corelli and Douglas Trumbull are one in the same. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't, I don't know why there's not stars. But I, I have general issues with going to the uh, Ice Age and the Jurassic period just at all in Back to the Future because that's not very Hill Valley-ish. I would just like to point out yeah. that so fun. this is like this huge, like at the time, this this digital 3D modeling type thing they were doing. It was really like ahead of its time. It was mm -hmm. groundbreaking as far as that. I wrote this in 1992. Yep. And then also went over to where I the E.T. game, the E.T. ride. E.T. Mm -hmm. gang? The, the, yeah. yeah. So you're riding the bikes, following everybody, and this and that. Oh, yeah. That was like the most janky, low-budget thing I've ever seen in my life. You know what? They had stars. They did have stars. They had stars. You're right. I'm just saying. Yeah. Come on, step I mean, it up. There's technically there's stars in it. These are actors. <laughs> if you want to get real. Sure. No, actually, he's not really a <laughs> is star. Is that getting real, Crystal? I think it's real. Okay. Scott, I think they're can real. I, that's all that's real. Can I expose my my ignorance and and ask you something? I, I, anyone, anyone, if anyone knows, was Pangea post dinosaurs being around? Or before? No, no. It was before. Yeah. It was the yeah. first no, thing. No, the dinosaurs were on Pangaea. Yeah. Because that's why we have fossils and So it was all, so Pangaea. That's why diversity in life. Dinosaurs. spread apart and took life with Dinosaurs it. die, Pangaea gets split apart. Well, it's split apart, then they die. Then, okay, so it split apart while they were there? Yeah, well, I guess so, because that's why like you find them happening. in all different parts of the world. Mm. It's been a hell of a week. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, no! <laughs> it's like I had Pilates because they're tomorrow. not dainty. That's why they all die. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we we follow uh, Biff through these ice caverns, and he's he's knocking shit down, uh, and you know trying Just to butterfly affecting the crap out of everything. Yeah. yeah. Is this how Hill the Valley became a valley? It was because of all this? Oh, maybe. That's amazing. He's the reason it's a valley. Yeah. That would be pretty incredible. <laughs> <laughs> he's like the Joker. Like that's he's been I'm... in Hill Valley since like the dawn of time. Yeah. He's a primordial being. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 He, crawled, he, crawled, he crawled out of the primordial soup. <laughs> he says, but like, like salamander, but he's just wearing that Hawaiian shirt. Yeah. Doesn't, yeah. doesn't Doc say something like, oh, there's Hill Valley down there below the ice or something like that? Below the ice? Doesn't he say something like that? on? Yeah, something like that. Well, if that's like, the case, yeah. then causing these avalanches just buried Hill Valley. So. Right. But how does he even know? It's there Cthulhu sleeps. <laughs> <laughs> I guess he can just assume that it's no. Hill Valley because, yeah. you know, you don't travel through space in the DeLorean, just, right. time. just time. So I assume. That's but, why Doc but, wanting to go witness the birth of Christ is insane. Yeah. It's super weird. It First, you got to fly to Jerusalem. <laughs> yeah. Be hard. It's complicated. Where, with the DeLorean. With a, yeah. fly, with a car DeLorean? Yeah. yeah. Wheels? It's easier when it's flying. Well, yeah. yeah. That, and if you have sure. a Mr. Fusion, you're good. Right. I'd be yeah. going to Jerusalem every day if I had a flying car. Sure. <laughs> I'd go everywhere. Yeah. Um, so uh, Biff escapes again. and uh, But when he escapes, it for some reason kicks off our engine because we're in a DeLorean and DeLoreans are garbage. Um, and so he can't. we can't turn it's the car It's actually back the on. most realistic part of the ride is when yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's out. That's true. So we start falling uh, to our deaths, of course. Um, and just as we're about to hit the rocks, you guessed it, the car turns back on. But that's on. not how momentum works. So it's falling, it's reading 55 on the thing, and then it starts up and he backs up 30 miles and then hits 88 miles an hour. He did not come to a dead stop. He did not reverse in the other direction. We it's have bullshit. We have talked so much <laughs> about momentum on this show <laughs> and how it works and doesn't work. You know what? We, we were talking earlier about these movies by minute podcasts eventually being used for like pop culture studies or cinema studies. Mm -hmm. I think this 
we could also I, I, I think we could also talk about physics a little bit right yeah, now. Yeah, <laughs> I hope so. Yeah, sure. Um, so it it stops right, and then if I remember correctly, it goes up. But in reverse, in reverse, right? And it goes it in hits reverse. Eighty-eight miles an hour in, in reverse. reverse, which is which is which terrifies the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Eighty-eight think that's miles possible. per hour reverse. That is terrifying. Yeah. Have you guys ever driven any like reversed for like longer than a few inches? Yeah, it's terrifying. Yeah, it's always scary. Nothing gets I up to eighty-eight. I could only drive my though. car in the in the Not snow in reverse. So if I had to go anywhere, I was in reverse. When I didn't you, like what, go on the highway, but like if I had to go around my neighborhood or something. But when you do reverse, road trip for some reason. When you do reverse in a car, though, your speedometer doesn't move, right? Or does it? Does it tell no, you how fast you're going? It goes down. Yeah. And down. Around, That's why it's a full circle. Up. And, uh, and your miles into the go negative, backwards too. So that yeah. you know when you're about to hit 88 miles an hour. Count counter yeah. speedometer. A yeah. Negative 88 also takes right. you back in time. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> counter works. Counterpoint. I think that's Celsius, not Fahrenheit. Yes. Yeah. And. In Fate of the Furious, uh, Dom actually Spoilers. wins a race by driving in reverse. Which no, <laughs> that was that was actually when I was like, I don't think the series is believable anymore. Exactly, <laughs> that was it. That was the shark jumping moment. Yeah, that was it. So uh, we arrive in the Jurassic period, and uh, what I like about about traveling to BC in the DeLorean, we had this question about um, you know, go traveling past the year zero and apparently when you travel past the year zero like there's no way to dial that in because it's just zero yeah. on the dashboard because time is a construct scott yeah i guess it's true <laughs> that's fair <laughs> um so we're uh, at this volcano thing um and we are uh kind of like we chase biff into the volcano and land in a volcano like stream and then we're like kind of uh. like Chasing after. Okay. Yeah. I feel like shenanigans are. I feel like yes, shenanigans yeah. are about to be called yeah. on this. Okay. Yeah. So I got curious because mm -hmm. I'm a realist, and I was uh -huh. like, "Oh man, could a car go in lava and be okay?" So I did some research. What if it has a stainless steel construction? I looked that up. Stainless steel <laughs> melts at 1,510 degrees Fahrenheit. Lava at liquid is usually a temperature between 700 and 1,200 degrees Celsius. That's hotter. How does that oh, work, Neil? Oh, no. Um, plastic melts <laughs> at 900, 491. Engine paint can withstand 650 degrees, and exhaust paint can withstand 2,000 degrees Fahrenheit. They would be melted. Also, melting tires is like baking bread. I just found that In out, what too. Way? It's impossible. No, melting tires is like unbaking bread. You can't unbake bread. You can't make it into flour and water and whatever. You can't do that with tires either. Oh, oh that yeah. elevator cannot break. It can only become stairs. <laughs> okay. what, what was that? What? That was an old. That was a joke from us. Oh, I missed oh, it. <laughs> but yeah, so Could I found it, that. Is that it was possible though that Doc could like put some kind of like heat resistant? He doesn't have to. We signed a waiver. So. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fine. we are volunteers, Nick. We're, we're gonna volunteers. burn today, yeah, kids. We're, we're, yeah, we're volunteers. Um, so uh, Biff uh, meets this nice dinosaur here. Um, yeah. So that's real looking. On the topic of the dinosaur, and I know these photographs are, are not doing very little justice because I do recommend everyone on their own time <laughs> going yeah, on not uh, ours. We're not going on you YouTube that. because the model work in this is gorgeous. It's just it, the model work. This is a puppet, though. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And, and and but just like I was just seeing all the the quarries and the volcano. Sure. The volcanoes when they're all erupting, it looks so. Cool. Yeah, and it's uh, yeah, it's a cool looking ride. They spent a lot of money on it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, 
I that dinosaur has a lot of teeth. Yep. He needs some braces. Those are a jacked up grill. Yeah. yeah. Exactly it's one. also I think I think I looked up th- that it's three times the size of an actual T Rex. Yeah. Um, what? Yeah. Wait. Because because a T Rex can't actually uh, swallow a DeLorean. Yeah. The more we not not even oh, yeah yeah an eight yeah. passenger DeLorean. So it's even yeah. bigger than a regular DeLorean. Right. Doc yeah. do tells us when we are now. Right. Is it one million years? In the past? Yeah, something like that. Because yeah. that's not when T-Rexes were around either. So I think we've got yeah. a time-traveling T-Rex. Well, the year oh, maybe. on yeah, the speedometer it looks like the year is zero. boobs. Boob. Oh, no, zero. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's boobless if you turn it upside down. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so this T-Rex actually eats us, uh, just I, swallows us like we're a horse pill. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But then... We get out again. Yeah, everything reverse. It's fine. Oh no, you die in the ride. Yeah, no, <laughs> it, 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 <laughs> you signed the waiver. Yeah, we're in hell now. That's what this is. You're in hell. You found out. Like the static goes out. Yeah. What, what's the, what's the math on a on a DeLorean exterior and uh, T Rex stomach juices? The more we find I didn't out look about, up acid. Oh. I'm sorry. Every time I like science or paleontology, like learns more about T Rexes, like this is actually what they were. They seemed like they were kind of like the Millhouse of. It's dinosaurs. so sad. Yeah, yeah. Like, they kind of sucked. It, when they're like, actually, no, it's just a scavenger. I'm like, but he's so big, uh, majestic. Hey, hey everybody. <laughs> you watch Jurassic Park too much. I can make I it on like my it. own. <laughs> Hi, T Rex. So as we are uh, traveling along in this lava that the dinosaurs spit us out in, um, this is a Back to the Future ride, by the way. Uh, Trademark, (laughs) trademark, (laughs) trademark. All uh, I wanted to do was play my guitar and sing. <laughs> Biff also got hit and knocked into the lava, and his car won't start. Um, and so he's begging for us to help him as he's going over a lava waterfall. A he, lo- he says, it's a waterfall. A lava waterfall. <laughs> it's a lava fall. He's pleading for his life. Yeah. The dinosaur, he was unfazed. Yeah. Now he's... So we go over after him. Uh, and of course, we hit 88 miles per hour as we bump his car. The bump. And we travel back to the Institute, which has a sign for Wait, Back to the, the Future. what the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> well... All, obviously, all of the stuff we just did has changed time. So now, instead of the Future Institute, it is back to the Future Institute. Oh. So we started out as volunteers, and now we're just people on what a if, ride. What if, now like we're PR at, people. Oh, okay. What if at the end of Return of the King, when they're all at Minas Tirith, and like Aragorn's getting crowned, you just see like one dude with a big banner that just says like Lord of the Rings on it? <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Good point. Wrong show. Yeah. <laughs> oh. That is weird. Um, so after, of course, oh, breaking through that works. sign, because it doesn't actually open, uh, we break through it. Uh, one last one last thing. Uh, so uh, Biff, Biff uh, gets captured by the security that let him go like 50 times earlier. Um, all of a sudden, they're acting oh, like real security guys and, now. Uh, in the video, Biff is thanking us. Mm-hmm. For saving his life, and then calls us buttheads, and then calls us. Well, yeah, but I mean, of course, th- that's a. Oh, I did math. Hmm. Cool. Um, yes. Biff says buttheads four times in this whole thing, which is one butthead every point seven minutes. <laughs> Checks out. Uh, um, so yeah, this is uh, that, and that's it. The guy with the little uh, Ghostbusters pack, he sprays us <laughs> down with. Uh, yeah. With what exactly? What's he spraying? I, I I assume it's some sort of. Uh, He's got to cool off the car. Detergent. Yeah. Well, no, it's a cattle but gun. you come out cold. Yeah. He's got to wash so, the time off of it. He's yeah, got to I, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Uh, you can up the place. Uh, you can bump that time out. Yeah. See, well, if you don't wash so it off first and touch the car, you end up with like a baby hand, and it's really unsettling. So <laughs> oh, they learned that the hard way. Horrifying. Where, where is all the Where is all the other stuff we bumped? 
because we bumped a lot of stuff, not it's just biff, in random right? places in time. Oh, so shards of Texaco glass, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. The yeah. yeah, the clock tower could be dangerous. Yeah. That describes how there's such crazy metal in areas where it shouldn't be heavy metal. Mm-hmm. It was this heavy metal? Yeah, Doc wow. was telling us to bump things, uh, and then uh, that's it. That's the ride. So, what was your takeaway? Lights go up, right? Lights go up on a ride. Uh, well, at that point, when they spray you, you get sprayed with like actual smoke in like at the same time. Oh, like dry ice smoke. Or? Yeah, yeah, and then it lowers down back into the garage, and then yeah. and then you get off. And the then ride. you're back in Orlando, right? And then you hear back in time our uh, our theme song, <laughs> right? But yeah, by uh, Huey Lewis Nick, in his news. <laughs> there, there is a deleted scene though, right? Right. Yeah. In the because, ride. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was too it, long. Yeah, there was an alternate ending yeah. where uh, Biff, of course, gets uh, manure manure oh. dumped on him. Oh, oh. In, in the lab. Did they just do it to him? No, because that was that was the setup in the queue with the manure. He did have manure. At the yeah, the manure the right. marble yeah. thing. Yeah, that, he. Uh, it's like a clear marble, like a ball, mm-hmm. and he was able to turn manure into like energy. Right. Right. By putting it into a, an aquarium still of do poop that. water, like boiling poop water. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> And then it comes out as like a clear marble yeah. that could run your, run uh, your I don't house believe it. all winter. Boiling poop water is what one of our iTunes reviews uh, says. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. <laughs> I'm just now realizing that's a reference to this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> now it's clever. Now I'm not mad anymore. <laughs> you brought it back around. Um, so so like, did, you, did you like... Were you super pumped when the ride? Do you remember like the buzz the first time? Like, um, I mean, I I feel like it's uh it it's really cool when you're in the 2015 stuff because it's all stuff you recognize. But when you get to the other two time periods, you're weird. like, what is this? Isn't what is this? This isn't Back to the Future. Yeah. What, so, what else do you think they should have done then? I'd like the other places in time, like Wild West. I, like, yeah, yeah, Wild West. Or worked on the script a little bit better. Uh, I yeah. think that would have been nice. Tanner Tannerville. That would have been terrifying. Oh, Tannenville. Oh. I, 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 it would just be like Gals of Industrial Flame, that. and that it's been... just like they did with the uh, oh, Blade Runner. BC, yeah. yeah. You would leave sad after that one. But who wrote yeah. this? This wasn't uh, the same writers, right? No, Peyton uh, Reed wrote this. Yeah. Uh, the director of Ant Man. And yeah. Down with Love. Yeah. Oh, yeah. good. Very <laughs> underrated. Yep. Sarah Paulson. And uh, Bring It On. And Bring It On. Very, also very underrated. Oh, that was career. like the movie of my teens. Yeah. Well, there you go. He, Torrance. He, that was this guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I knew all the cheers. Is there a Bring It On minute? <sighs> uh, not yet. Chris well, Beth, what do you once do? you speak it, it has to happen. <laughs> oh, my God. Bring It On. <laughs> There are so many others. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So many other movies. Um, all right. Well, I think that's. I mean, what? What? Do you guys have closing closing thoughts, George? What? What do you think of this this ride experience? I don't know. It was very nostalgic because um, big surprise. I was in marching band in high school, and we went on a band trip to Universal Studios. We mm-hmm. got there really early in the morning, and this is one of the first things we went on. And then we just. Kept because you said what did you do when you got off the ride? Yeah, we ran back around the line and went on again and did it about half a dozen times before the line got long. And so I got to see it a lot and like really sort of take it in. Even at one point, I was like looking over the edge of the ride, and it's like this massive sloped dome with like these individual cars in it that are just all moving in unison mm-hmm. to the everything else. And I don't know, I think after about the sixth time, I was like, okay, I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> seems about right. I can't do 3D rides. It's not 3D. I, I mean, I can't do any sort of oh, motion movie. ride. Well, life I, is I a get 3D so ride. sick. <laughs> she can't huh? do that either. She's sick no, all the time. I'm just no. sick. <laughs> I feel sad always. Uh, you know, I can't. I, I, I can't. Well, I didn't go to Universal Studios for the first time till I think 2004 or five. So it was still there. But I saw it and I was like, nope. Mm. I have things to, to do for the, the rest of the day. You got to ride the sideways ride. 
Yeah. No, I didn't do that one either. I don't remember what I did there. I took pictures with superheroes. I don't, that's the end of anything I have to say. Well, well, I have a question for you guys. So, yeah, I mean, this is, uh, this is the conclusion of the saga, right? Um, uh-huh. and, yeah, we're you know, never going to talk decided... about Back to the Future again. After <laughs> it's in their contracts. Yeah. I mean, it's a bit... We silly. signed a waiver. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> they volunteered. It's a bit of a silly ending, right? Yeah. But, I mean, uh, you know... <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> is you didn't it, think this. Is it, what? Is Life is a 3D <laughs> ride, people. Is it sufficiently far removed from the movies for you guys to... Almost dismiss it as part of that. As, is, as it, a is, a is it canon? Is it you know in the because we're never uh, forget it. It's a finale. Uh, yeah. In the Back to the Future reboot, Scott and I are writing partners. Yeah. And so we just daydream a lot. We're just like, what if? What would we do with this? What would we do with that? And I think uh, future technology or future industries would have a big part to play in whatever mm-hmm. reboot we would ever come up with because it is such a cool, like, he has a corporation, he has a company, and, like, that opens up so many doors. So- yeah, and because it's the first thing that I ever saw, I, I, like, Marty was the last character I met, like... Right. Because he's not in this. Yeah. Um, you are the Marty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> why, we are the Marty. Why do you think Marty's not in this? Because uh, he, 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 he wanted... Just couldn't afford. Well, no, because they wanted you to be the Marty. Yeah, because yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah, you're the volunteer. Because like in, the, in the movie, Marty is Doc's assistant, but you know, would, wouldn't it be more fun if you, the audience, were the assistant? Right, right. Yeah. Wouldn't he be more money, too? I think that's... Yeah. It would cost more. Yeah. And they always spent the money on that. Who's shooting uh, Doc Hollywood? Miniatures. Yeah. They spent most of the money on Doc Brown's wig. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. And his spray tan. But yeah, but to go back, I, I actually really... Really, I like the energy of the ride, like the pre-show stuff. It's super fun. Yeah, and I, I kind of, I kind of, as as weird as it is, the concept of uh, of Doc running. Thank you. The concept of Doc running a corporation is just a weird idea, and like the security guards all have pocket protectors yeah. and hot hats, and they're all cosplaying as Doc Brown. Yeah, they're all, and like they, they, I don't know, just people treating Doc Brown with respect is such like a, a weird. It's a novel thing. concept. Yeah, it's true. Um, so I, I like the ride. I like the ride. I think I had more fun with the ride than like some of the comics that we review. Yeah. Right. Oh, for sure. On the Patreon. Right. Yeah. For which sure. You can listen to as early as uh, for as low as five dollars a month. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One last Monetization. plug. Yeah. Patreon.com. Sh- Scott, you on the shirt? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I. I, uh, I. 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 So yeah. I. In my mind, it's part of continuity, even though like it's ridiculous. I mean, it's right. Totally ridiculous, but, but at the same time, it doesn't really change anything. Yeah, not really. It doesn't really change anything. And what what Scott and I have always really enjoyed about the Back to the Future <laughs> world, as, as opposed to, and I say this with all the love in my heart, like Star Wars and and Star Trek, is that the canon is a bit less. It isn't taken as gospel so much. Right. So like those little inconsistencies that we find in Back to the Future are kind of like, it's just, it's fun. Yeah, but right. you also have like time travel is your kind of MacGuffin in the whole thing. Yes. Because that way you're like, oh, well, you know, that changed because of time travel. Plus, I just love the idea of Doc Brown coming home to Clara after this and being like, I had a day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Biff got to the Institute. It was, Biff had to fly a car through time. It was a time almost, almost killed like eight families <laughs> over and over again. Over and over it's again. It's all right. They signed waivers. They have a lot of cleaning up to do. Yeah. Jules mm-hmm. and Vern are like, tell us more, father. <laughs> <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha!
<laughs> Tell us more of your adventures through time and space. <laughs> um, all right. Well, uh, I think that about wraps us up. So that's it. We're done. Wow. You did it. Congratulations. Yeah. Good job, Good guys. Good job. Congratulations. Yeah. And that was the live show. Welcome back. Welcome back. You thought it was over, but it wasn't over. We said that's it, but uh, it wasn't it. Um, when did you? We, when did the idea to do this come into your head? Was it like seconds after we ended the show? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it was just because you know we wrapped up uh, talking about the topic, but we didn't really. I, I didn't feel like we wrapped up the show itself properly. Mm -hmm. um, and that feels like a you me thing, you know. Um, sure, not to discredit any of the awesome guests that you guys just listened to, right? Uh, which, speaking of which, uh, oh, yeah. yeah, thanks, thanks so much to uh, to Crystal, Beth, uh, George, and Neil from Mogwai Minute. Um, they weren't, you know, they weren't able to plug their stuff. Really, we I think we kind of like mentioned it at the top of the show, but they didn't really get to plug their stuff. So make sure that you go and check out. Um, for Crystal Beth, go check out Fifth Element, uh, the Fifth Element Minute by Minute podcast, uh, as well as Unlimited Lives, her video game show uh, that she streams on Twitch, I think, every week. And then also uh, you can just like download the podcast. Uh, so uh, go do that. And then uh, make sure you check out Mogwai Minute because, uh, you know, George and Neil are awesome. They'd never been on the show before uh, on this show. We had ha we, we had had them on. Cornetto for yeah, the space it's stuff. So, it's so but weird. It hasn't like, aired yet. Yeah. Yeah, it hasn't aired yet, but they are technically returning guests. So for you and I. For you yeah. and me. Yeah. That so like that wasn't the first time we had ever met those dudes was recording. Um, which is why our chemistry was so effortless and um Yeah. Exactly. And natural. Um I was just sitting there. But uh no, but they, but all three of them knocked it out of the park, you know, Crystal yeah! Bell for the time. Uh, and also I do, you know, when you're, when you're standing there and you don't have the, your computer easily accessible to like fact check yourself, uh, I, I had forgotten that we, there, there is a third four timer in the form of Ali Coluccio. Uh, oh, right. Yeah. Yes. So of course, of course, Ali was our other fourth person. So we have, we have, we have, uh, we have three four time champions. Chris O'Connor, Ali Coluccio, and now Crystal Beth. Uh, so those are they're they're the in the very exclusive four timers club. And we and then we've got a lot of threes. Yes, tons of threes. Um, and then not a lot of ones, but we have some ones. Yeah, but not you're right, but not a lot. Um, so uh, yeah, I I think it would be a good idea to um, I guess. Well, first of all, let's 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 talk about the movies by minute thing uh, a little bit. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, I I just that was a lot of fun, and uh, I just I I I really hope we do that every year because that I I think that was great. Um, you know, live show aside, I just it was a lot of fun, just like hanging you, out with everybody uh, afterwards. And yeah, you were a little uh, you were like a little Reggie Phils of me. You were doing all those panels. Uh, yeah, yeah, I was doing some panels. Um, I mean, I, I think it was on knowledge. two. Yeah, I think it was on two. Uh, mm -hmm. that was fun. Got a few laughs. That was good. Mm -hmm. Um, but, 
Yeah, I don't know. It was it was just it was a lot of fun. I mean, I I don't know that we'll do. I think if we do another one of those, I doubt we'll do the panels thing anymore. I we'll probably. I really liked. I really liked what Star Wars Minute and Indie did, mm-hmm. like like presenting a case to the audience. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's a good. So I think I think if we ever do this again, and if we do it as Back to the Future Minute, I think. That was that that really turned me on creatively. I we won't we won't because the show's over, Nick. I didn't want to tell you like this, but uh, oh, the show right. is over. <laughs> well, we keep doing these friggin' codas, and I don't I don't know when it's like actually over. Well, well, we said we were gonna do the ride, and then now then now we did it. And now it's over. Okay. Um, now it's over yeah. forever. Amen. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So this is you know this is gonna be the end of the feed. I mean, we have like. We have like a couple of surprises that we might drop in occasionally, but nothing, uh, nothing that's going to be like the show again. Like it'd be other stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, so don't don't unsubscribe from the uh, from the feed. No, um, never unsubscribe. Yeah, because I don't I don't know. I don't know. Uh, you know, you never know. You know, next week they could announce Back to the Future Part Four or something, um, mm-hmm. you know. Who knows with these Hollywood types? Yeah. And when people start uh, croaking, we'll probably come back and do like little eulogies for them. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, sure. It's um, really, really so, insensitive way to say. <laughs> well, you know, we do it. Um, a, we're all gonna do it. So the uh, the the movies by minute uh, mixer, I think, is what we're calling them. I think. Um, okay, I like that. Yeah. It's catchy. Uh, it was. It was. It was good. It was. It was really fun. I think. It was I think going so much forward. Fun. I think going forward, we probably won't do those like newbie panels like we did this time. We'll probably do um, more live shows. I yeah, would yeah. Like, you know, because we were hanging out with everyone before and after. And I was like, oh, you guys didn't get to go up, you know? Right. And and so I think going, yeah, go, if we're lucky enough to go forward, I think that that's something that yeah. would be dope. Yeah. I mean, it was just it was like it was like the three oldest shows, um, the three oldest ongoing shows. Uh, right. You know, it was it was Star Wars, us and Indiana Jones. Um, mm-hmm. So it made sense for this first one, I think. And I think that, uh, you know, I think those panels ended up being like more informative for people than than I think everyone thought originally. So that's cool. Um, and it was it was really it was just really cool, like meeting everyone from all the other podcasts. There was just so many. There were so many. Like, I can't even begin to name everybody. Um, yeah, it was so many people, uh, but, uh, and some just, and some, and not some just, but, and I was so amazed when, you know, cause we ended that panel and then we took a little break before our show Yeah, and there were people coming in just for, just for the show that weren't a part of the panel. And yeah, and I know that sounds kind of duh, I, I guess, but at the time I was pretty like, oh wow, like people actually came to this. Yeah, that don't that don't have a you know people came to the boat race that don't have a boat you know what I mean right so that meant a lot to me I, I'm curious like what 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 was that what was it like for you you know not really I mean I don't want to I don't I don't want to like I don't want you to feel like I'm like you know throwing you under the bus or anything but you're <laughs> not you're not um you're not a, uh, a social media butterfly um and so. Sure. You tend to like live in your in the real world and just like when when you 
when you unplug from the podcast, you unplug completely and you're just like, and now I'm in real life. I'm in the real life. I'm, I'm back yeah. on the Nebuchadnezzar or whatever. Um, mm. eating, and, eating cream, tasty wheat. Yeah. And you, you hang out there. Uh, and then when you, I'm like, Hey, it's podcast time. You're like, all right, time to plug back in. Uh, Hello. but for the most part, you stay pretty, you stay pretty unplugged. And so you're not in like all of the all of the movies by minute groups, and you know you didn't really know a lot of these people. So I was just curious, <laughs> like, what was what was it like for you? Uh, you know, as sort of like, I mean, you know, you're my you're my partner in all this, but you were sort of like a weird celebrity outsider. Like it was really <laughs> like I didn't realize like how weird it was seeing you interact with all these people uh until you were there. And I was like, oh, I wonder if is this weird for him? I don't know. Yeah, you know, I I I can be I'm getting less socially awkward as as time goes by. So I'm I'm not gonna like pretend that I'm like you know like Jess from New Girl, you know, but like uh it, it, it internally there was a little like I don't really know any of these people, but it was it was cool. I mean, I'm really glad that I had already met you and Bethany, uh huh, like a year before. So there was some kind of like precedent, um, because it would have I mean it would have been bonkers if I was also like dealing with like meeting you know you for the first time and like everyone else, um, right. But mostly it was just really, really sweet. And I, I hope if I, I, I you know, I, this is just, I, I hope if I ever came off as awkward or, or weird, which is probably just in my own head, um, I, I apologize, but it was, it was just really cool. Like it was getting, it was fun getting to meet like John Ingle and like, I mean, Crystal Beth, obviously, and like all these, all these other people. And I'm just I I can't believe how nice everyone is. Mm-hmm. Like it's that yeah. was just so weird. Like after the show, talking to like the Rocketeer Minute guys about just like early Star Wars memories at the bar. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And just stuff like that. And it was it was really cool. And uh, that was really my first time. It was cool seeing the Star Wars Minute guys live because you really get a sense. I find it so impressive how entertaining they are when they're, I don't mean this in a, but they're doing so little, uh-huh. like they're not really going for laughs the way that I do. Right. Like they kind of are just talking, but then the, you, the audience is just so with them. Like, right. every, like, and I'm just like, wow, that's like, that's why they're the, that's why they're the mothership. I think you know? Alex. Alex practically got a standing ovation during the uh, during the the crossover podcast. Oh yeah, yeah. When he when he uh, when he connected that he connected that song to Han Solo or whatever. Yeah. Oh right. Don't know much about history. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh man, that was that was insane. That was like the greatest moment of the whole the whole show. And he just yeah. he doesn't like the the best part is like they don't like hang on the laughs. Like he just was like just sort of like lean back and was like, "Yeah, my job here is done. There we go." Yeah. I did it. <laughs> and then meanwhile, like everybody's just like losing their minds. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, no. I I you know, meeting Pete and Alex for the first time uh was right what was that like for you because you i mean you're a you're 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 a you're a marvel brigadier like true believer 
yeah i mean i've been i've been i've been yeah i mean i've been listening to them for you know years at this point and uh Mm -hmm. i that was that was cool but it was weird because we've had them on with 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 all of these uh with all these guys like it never felt i never felt like I was talking to a celebrity. Like I felt like I was talking to someone that I already knew really well. And we all just sort of slipped into the same kinds of conversations we would just have when we would like talk between podcasts or whatever, you know? Um, Yeah. 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 So like, I don't know. It was, it was cool, but like meeting Pete and Alex was, uh, it was, it was cool because, you know, I've been listening to them for so long. And so it was, it was neat seeing them in real life but then you know it wasn't that much different than meeting meeting everyone else like it really just felt like yeah they were they were part of the game like we just sort of fell in together as if we all knew each other for a really long time Um, which i think is really saying something when you when someone who's lived on the internet for as long as we have you especially um uh we it's very easy for egos to come into play whenever some any sort of community or any sort of subgroup of con- of you know content creators starts to get organized you know like we yeah. like with YouTubers very quickly it was like I'm the best YouTuber look at my YouTube size I'm going to be a, di- a dick to everyone at VidCon and you know, like, don't you know who I am? You know, kind of like big fish in a small pond, which I, I, yeah. And, and, and so there was none of that. And I think that's kind of the secret sauce mm-hmm. to this little, little crew we have going. And to be honest, watching you guys do the panels, I kind of had this, um, mental, like, I took a step back and I'm like, I wonder if this is what it felt like to be like at the first Comic Con. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, Pete and Alex were um, referencing like this that exact same feeling uh, when they were there because like it was super small, but like everyone was passionate. Right. Yeah. It really. It didn't even feel like. I don't know. Like it's hard to describe. It, it almost felt like, like just like a. I don't know. Maybe like a high school reunion or like yeah, or like a secret club meeting. Are. I haven't I haven't been to one of those yet because I missed. Yeah, my those are probably more awkward. Yeah, <laughs> probably. This felt just like like a family get together where it's just like everyone shows up and like you know you don't nobody hates anyone. There's not like the bad uncle or like any. Yeah, you kind of wander from group to group. Right, like it just it felt like like oh hey you know Aunt Crystal Beth like I haven't seen you in a while you know like it just it all just felt like we all kind of our family and it was it was it yeah was awesome. it, it just a lot of a lot, a lot of love in that room and just like yeah. and after the show i mean after our show people coming up to us and just being like oh good job man but and like i remember one day if, if you're listening to this one person came up and i, I couldn't that was, was great i couldn't tell if he was a, a podcaster or just like a guest it was like we were all just in there together and he he caught that I made uh, a Homestar Runner reference during the the recording. I was like, "Was that a Homestar Runner?" And I was like, "Yeah, man, it's because uh, um, someone else was wearing a Trogdor shirt." And and he was like, "I saw the Trogdor shirt." And it was like, I, like, "I have no <laughs> idea who you are, but we're just like talking right now." And <laughs> and yeah, and then th- and there were there were. I mean, I had no idea there was a Goofy movie minute. <laughs> no, yeah. Yes. So yeah, I mean, it's it just it's amazing that all of this came from 
Star Wars Minute and started with Pete and Alex and, you know, uh, Crystal worked really hard uh, putting this yes. uh, putting this this show together. Absolutely. Um, and that's that's incredible, especially like the deals that she worked out with us with the bar next door and everything. Um, she yeah, did everything a, from uh, making a reservation for breakfast for us all in the morning uh, to getting the greenhouse theater to getting us three dollar drink deals at the bar next door. Like she just did all of these things um, Yeah, from New York. Yeah, from New York, having never been to Chicago before. Uh, it's crazy. Yeah, it's pretty, uh, she's pretty a, great. She's I, a magician. She's a magician. But yeah, the but but the Star Wars Minute guys, I mean, you know, it's so cool, like you said, that they 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 treat them they're like proud dads. They're they're not like, I mean, you know, it's cool that you guys all have your little shows, but you know, we're Star Wars Minute. Like it, mm-hmm. it's very much just like, look at all of our children, you know, like they're, yeah. they're all very proud. Like Alex was running around the bar, like, like talking to all of the podcasters and recording their conversation to put on a weekend edition, you know? Um, oh, cool. Yeah. So like, it was, it was just cool. Like they were all just really, I think flabbergasted at how big all of this got. And, and, and so am I, I mean, like it, it sounds so cliche it it it's such a cliche statement but it's true if you had told me when we first started this that 2 years later we'd be like at a convention with like a dozen other people that kind of started you know we kind of we we kind of kept the momentum going we certainly didn't start anything but i think we were sort of the ones that let people know that it was okay to just jump on this format um and yeah like it it's it just i mean i every time i have conversations with my friends about why I was in Chicago and they're like, what the fuck? What? And I'm like, yeah, I know you never, you never know what projects are going to be the ones that hit. Right. And, you know, I, I started this largely because you asked me to, and you know, like I'm, (laughs) I'm just like, yeah, that seems like it would be a fun thing to do, but never once did I think of like the implications of it. Mm -hmm. And, I, I, I guess I'm just really it just goes to show you that life is always going to outmatch your expectations, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like whatever you have planned, like something even crazier is going to happen. And that's a little scary, but it, it it can also be like sometimes really magical, like 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 that weekend. Yeah. Absolutely. Now we're we're at the end of the show and I and I just can't I can't thank Pete and Alex enough for giving us this format and letting us do this show uh because you know we're we are 345 episodes uh you know past um and uh it's crazy you suck it cereal <laughs> it's crazy 345 episodes um that's insane uh and I'm I'm really proud of everything that we did on this show and uh I I am I am happy that we got to end it, you know, on our terms. Like it wasn't a thing where something happened in our lives and we had to stop doing it or something. Um or, Yeah, which is so or which that, is so common in podcasting. Absolutely. Or or that just like nothing or just no one listened, like no one cared. Yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. Which also always happens in podcasting. Right. Absolutely. Um so for everyone, uh, like you know, so 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 the movies by minute things uh, convention was great. Um, 
but I want to turn our attention back to the show and everything that we've done since the beginning uh, and all of our listeners who have just been incredible and our Patreon supporters, uh, incredible. Like anyone who has ever just listened to the show, thank you. Anyone who's ever reached out, thank you. Like that, it, it always puts a smile on my face that someone is listening um, and, 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 you know, sort of wanting to interact with us somehow. Uh, that's amazing. And yeah. And we never want to, we never want that to be something that we, that we take for granted. Absolutely. Whatever, whatever happens going forward, whether it's, whether it's progression or, or shrinkage, uh, it's, you know, it's so special and we, we definitely know what it's like to not have that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so yeah, so, so just thank you for, yeah, my mom listened to an episode. Oh yeah? Yeah. She was like, oh, I listened to one. I didn't know what was going on, but like, I, it seemed like you guys were having fun. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's been, it's been a hell of a ride. Uh, it has been a hell of a ride and, um, I love this show to pieces and I'm going to be sad that it's over. Uh, but you know, we're going to be moving on. We're, you know, I've got Spider-Man minute, uh, together. We're moving on to Cornetto, oh, minute, Jesus. um, mm-hmm. which, which, uh, launches next week. Um, with, and it's, I'm already stuff. really proud of that show. Yeah, absolutely. We haven't even gotten to Shaun of the dead yet. Um, yeah, yeah. Just, just the spaced preamble was just such a good idea on your part, I think. Um, and I'm 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 really excited for people to start finally listening to that. It's weird that they haven't yet. Yeah, yeah. For me, for sure. Um, we are gonna do something different. I think uh, with with the Cornetto minute. So like all these spaced ones, we have like lots of guests. I think we we have at least two on every episode. I think um, a lot of returning friends. Yeah, but uh, when we get to Shaun of the Dead proper, we're gonna switch to a different schedule where I think it's gonna be mostly just Nick and I. Uh, for most of the show, and then we're gonna have like a guest once a week or something like that. Yeah, it's just you know, it, it's a different show, and we're gonna have to roll with the punches. And right. A mistake I think would be trying to exactly recreate the Back to the Future formula, minute right. formula. Yeah, I mean it's a, it's a different thing. Like you know, with Back to the Future, it was all about kind of like sharing our love of Back to the Future and this world and these characters and posing childhood memories. And, yeah, just it, so it was all about like. You know, hey, let's hang out and talk about Back to the Future. But like, uh, the Cornetto thing is going to be a little different. Like, it's more, it's going to be a little more analytical, and that doesn't lend itself very as well to guests. I don't think. Mm-hmm. Um, still fun. Still fun. I mean, absolutely. Uh, but it's, it's still us. but we don't want it. We don't want it to turn into like guests just like listening to us talk. Um, and yeah. so uh, we, I feel like just like having a guest on once a week, like maybe for Friday's episode every week, uh, will be, will be a good, good way of doing that. I think, um, so that's going to be a little different, but, uh, should be exciting. I mean, if you like us, you're going to get a lot more of just us on that show. Uh, Ayo. why was that an AO? Uh, it was more kind of not like a pun, but more like how, uh, Ed McMahon used to do it. Oh, he would just like punctuate like Johnny would be like, we've got a great show tonight. Hell. <laughs> OK, fair enough. I think I'm kind of your like Andy Richter, Ed McMahon. 
<laughs> All right. Fair enough. That's fun. The Richard Kind to your George Clooney. Oh, interesting. I always mm-hmm. forget that they're like friends. Um, yeah. They're not in <laughs> one of my together. It's one of my favorite things that I've learned from like reading magazines and stuff is yeah. just, yeah, they're like weird off screen only friendship. Except I'm not mean to you like George, George Clooney. Is <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, you Kind. never like pranked me for like months at a time. Right. Yeah. No, I haven't tried to yeah. convince you I'm dead. Um, <laughs> and had you believe it? <laughs> um, oh no, he's dead. Oh man, Richard Kind. Um, so uh, so anyway, um, thanks to everyone who's ever listened, and thanks to everyone who has supported us on Patreon for as long as you have. Uh, you know, real talk. If you were just listening to us for Back to the Future. And you're like, I don't really want to give them more of my money, but I don't know how to just I feel weird about like, it's fine. You can you can let go. It's OK. We'll, if, if, we'll you're like, okay. if you're like, I'm not interested in this Cornetto thing, like I don't really like those movies and I don't really care about Spider-Man. I really just cared about Back to the Future and and the and the and the precious love between a boy well, and his and his scientist, his older scientist friend. Yeah. Um, then, yeah, it, we we understand. It's fine. Don't worry about it. I don't did you just say I I don't know if there's someone out there that cares about Back to the Future but doesn't care about Spider-Man. Oh, you don't think there is? It seems like such a Venn diagram of interests. I don't I don't think I it would, is. I I mean I don't I don't think I would venture a guess that most of our Back to the Future listeners do not listen to Spider-Man minute. Oh, well, I mean, that's that might be true, but they still probably should because they probably do have a, an affection for Spider-Man as a as a character. Well, maybe. I don't know. I, 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 I guess just like, I don't know. I guess it's the idea of someone not giving a shit about Spider-Man is just really delightful to me for some reason. <laughs> well, some people just don't don't care about superheroes, you know, like they just don't care. Yeah, um, that's true. I don't know. Anyway. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, thanks to everyone who has been uh, a Patreon subscriber. That's amazing. And then lastly, I just want to thank all of our guests that we've had. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, so our first guest ever. I don't know if you remember this. Do you remember who our first guest ever was? Uh, Chris O'Connor. No. No, he was our um, – he was he was later. Okay. Uh, we've talked about him being our first guest since. Mm-mm. No, he was not. He he wasn't even oh, our second guest. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm the, the, I remember this conversation of us talking to our first guest and being like, "You were our first guest." Oh yeah, uh, it was. Uh, wasn't Andrew Fredrickson? That's perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, so Cassandra, of course, uh, she was on every movie. She wasn't on the ride, um, but she was in all of the movies, three time. Yeah, uh, returning. She's champion. like the Ray stands of duel of dueling genre. Yeah, yeah. Um, Paul Montgomery, uh, who of course came on for, uh, one and two, but he was on two during that, that weird week where you couldn't be there. Right. Yeah. Cause in parts Kennedy. two and three, uh, you had to like bail for technical reasons. Um, uh, mm-hmm. times like weird. Internet I just really didn't want to do it that day. Yeah. Just weird internet snafus. <laughs> um, then Chris O'Connor. Uh, then Naomi Wong, Kevin Ziegler came on, uh, for a week and everyone complained that he sounded like he was, uh, he was coming to us live from inside a sewer drain. Um, Mm -hmm. and so we 
as much as we loved him, we didn't invite him back because he didn't have a good mic. Um, but uh, oh, maybe maybe we can like send him like a headset or something at some point. And yeah, apparently it's really cheap and easy. Yeah, yeah. Um, Scott Tofty, of course. Uh, we tried to get him on the ride, and uh, last minute something came up, so um, we had a, another guest step in and 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 replace him. But uh, uh, Scott Tofty was always a great guest, and now you know now he he and uh, Chris O'Connor they have uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles minute, um, and Cassandra for that matter has Lord of the Rings minute. So that's true. That's cool. You know, that's uh, that's like our second generation of uh movies mm-hmm. by minute shows um, like a disease and then we had uh we had crystal beth on uh and that was the first time she'd ever been on a show that wasn't star wars minute mm-hmm. and thus beginning a friendship that would last a lifetime yeah and thus began a uh basically like <laughs> you have to have crystal beth on your show to be legitimate um that whole role mm-hmm. Uh, then we had alex robinson and pete the retailer on for the for the darth vader stuff um, Darth Vader from Planet Vulcan, and uh, we had Bo York on. We only had him on once. Uh, I think yeah. didn't he bail on us midway through the week? Wasn't that what happened? Because he <laughs> yeah, was because he, he I, I think he wasn't. I think he was like wasn't prepared because he didn't know what this was, and so he was not prepared for how long it was going to be. Um, right, but uh, yeah. it, I think it was one guy. of those things. Yeah. Uh, John Kuhn, uh, my, my high school friend, um, oh, yeah. uh, comedian John Kuhn, uh, he was mm-hmm. on for a week. Um, Amanda Haas, uh, who was yeah. a listener and, uh, wanted to be on. And so we, we brought her on and she did a really great job, uh, that week that she was on, she um, Chelsea Kern we had on. Yes. Yes. Uh, Michael Gorman, another regular. Hell yeah. Yep. Love him. Uh, then we had Ali Coluccio. What's Michael Gorman got going on, Scott? What's he got going on lately? I'm not sure. Uh, Vice Principals okay. season two. That's coming out soon. Hell yeah. yeah. So he's got that coming. Um, Ali Coluccio and Preeti Chipper. Uh, of course. Yes. We, we had them on together the first time they were on. Yeah. Yeah. And they were just immediately so delightful. I mean, and, and there's a reason that we're still... I think I think they're kind of the people that I and with Crystal Beth. I think they're some of the people that I communicate with the most since yeah podcasting with them. Right, definitely. Um, then uh, we had Ag Odasso and Lauren on. Awesome, awesome people. Yep, absolutely. Uh, Pat Driscoll. Um, mm-hmm. It was always uh, always a good time. We wanted him on the third movie, but uh, he had a kid, so. His, yeah, uh, his schedule, he made a choice. His schedule got a little tightened, and uh, mm. he he couldn't make it. We couldn't make it work. But uh, he's he's great, and and hopefully we can get him on Cornetto at some point because uh, I love yeah, absolutely I love Pat Driscoll. Um, and then we had uh, Leaper One Eighty Two, of course, long time, of course, long time. Uh, what's what's the what's the credit? Associate producer. Um, oh hell yeah, yeah yeah. So long time associate producer on the show. Uh, supported us so grateful at a at a crazy high level on Patreon, and uh, she was just she was awesome, and she was on all three seasons as well. Um, mm-hmm. And then uh, we had on uh, from Tumblr as well, Mister McFly Throw Me, um, on the on the first mo- movie, which which now we know we you get the reference because you've played the game. Yeah, 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's good. Um, then on part two, Tony Thaxton, we had on yeah, for a week. Yeah. That was a good one. Yeah, that was good. Uh, I still, he, I still he, brag about that. Oh, yeah, for sure. He just got married, um, Tony Thaxton. So. Oh. Yeah. Uh, then, mm-hmm. of course, Zach Luna, we had him on the first time in part two. Uh, then later mm-hmm. in part two, we had Michael Nixon. Uh, yeah. Norman, uh, Norman Benford and Brad Gilmore. We had, uh, David Jeffries, Kevin Miller, Brian Green, uh, David Giza, uh, Brian Green. I mean, that guy, he's just mm-hmm. sort of like become part of my life now. Uh, it's weird. <laughs> uh, it's, <laughs> it's just, it's super weird that, you know, like you have, you start this show and this person isn't, I mean, it's a lot like you. It's a lot like how yeah. you became a part of my life. Like you just start a show and then somebody listens and then just starts commenting and then commenting more. And then you, you kind of like uh, start a friendship. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, just force your way in. I, I, we need to go to Austin sometime so we can go hang out with Brian. Oh, hell yeah. I love Austin. Yeah. That needs to happen at some point. Uh, then we had, uh, we had Paul Montgomery return and this time with David Acampo. Um, who is uh, is really great and has a uh, DC comic coming out soon? Um, oh, oh, wow! Yeah, yeah, because he was in the uh, the the talent showcase or whatever the talent um, DC writer workshop thing, right. and now now he's gonna be he's featured in the uh, the talent showcase thing that they're putting out um, in uh, November. Awesome. I think he's writing a uh, or wrote, I guess, past tense. He wrote a uh, uh, Doctor Fate story. Um, Ooh, I love Doctor. Yeah, yeah. So that's going to be in there, and that's pretty cool. Uh, He's one of my favorite characters to play as in Injustice too. Uh, absolutely, yeah. Um, and then we had uh, we had the guys from the Flux Capacity cast on. Um, oh yeah, that was fun. Yeah, that was a fun week. Uh, and then we had we had a bunch of uh, movies by minute people. Uh, Derek and Ellie from Assembling the Avengers. We had Ron Richards. On for my fanboy, Goodfellas Minute. Um, of course, Kyle and Brady Crane from uh, yes. from Ghostbusters and Jurassic Park Minute. Uh, mm-hmm. We had uh, Darren Houston from uh, As If, the Clueless podcast. Oh, that was a fun one. That was good, yeah. Uh, Ethan McKinley from Two Minute Terminator. Chris and Dave from Wrath of Khan Minute, now Star Trek Minute. Um, uh, Nay Stevenson. Um <laughs> <laughs> wrong yeah. show uh it's a forward it's a for call forward call forward yeah uh tom taylor uh john engel of course josh flanagan for my fanboy and goodfellas minute and yeah. uh and and then in part three um we had uh chris eliopoulos michael barity uh and uh out of the gate yeah really i think that's enough. is that it benny matheson Paul and gary roby Oh, Greg, yeah, Greg yeah. Wyshynski. Uh, oh, yeah, that was dope. That, that was so fun. That was really cool. Getting to talk to him. Uh, Nick Ferguson mm-hmm. and Summer Branham. Um, Sweethearts. Yep, from uh, from That Thing You Do Minute uh, and and soon to be uh, a league of their – or a minute of their own. Um, so excited. Yeah, very excited. Uh, we had Norman Love. on from Lord of the Rings Minute uh, with Cassandra yeah. on the third movie. Mr. Cassandra, as I like to call yep, him. Yep, Mr. Cassandra himself. Yeah. Um, uh, if Cassandra listens to this, she'll be very amused. I don't know that he will be, um, but <laughs> Mr. Cassandra, was he on. knows it. Um, Hal Lublin, 
We had yes. uh, Lauren. Sweet. Oh, Hal Lublin was great. Uh, he mm-hmm. was so great. We had him on Spider Man too. Uh, it was it was awesome. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, Lauren Milberger, uh, yeah, Jim O'Kane, Sean Buckley, mm-hmm. Jay Malone, Sarah yes. Trost, uh, costumer yeah. Sarah Trost. That was good. So much insight. Yeah, absolutely. Um, she was so she was work. actually our last. Uh, oh yeah, no, and then of course Neil and George from Mogwai Minute, our last first time guests. Yeah. Yeah. So really snuck in at the end there to become like late game favorites. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Um, so yeah, I mean, we just, uh, we, we, we had great guests. I mean, we were blessed with no assholes. No. Yeah. No assholes. None whatsoever. Um, it's, uh, it's been, it's been great. It's been a great time. I, uh, I, you know, I, I, I loved this show. I love doing the show. I loved it too. Yeah. And uh, now it's over. That's it. So thanks mm-hmm. to everyone who has listened. Thanks uh, for, you know, if you if you are, you know, listening to this for the first time, maybe because you saw us at uh, at the Movies by Minute thing and you hadn't uh, heard us before. Um, maybe thanks for, you know, thanks for checking the show out, I guess, for the first time. Yeah, thanks for the support, asshole. Absolutely. And, and if you're listening to this, like – Five years from now, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, but, you know, this was 2017. Uh, yeah. Son, if you're listening to this, this is what your dad sounded like when he was 25. <laughs> um, so, yeah, thanks. Uh, thanks so much. And, um, and this is this has been uh, this has been a hell of a thing. It's been a hell of a thing. And uh, remember, guys, the future is what you make it. You were supposed to say the rest of it, Nick. What's the rest of it? Oh, so make it a good one? Yeah. Okay, cool. (laughs) Yeah, end it there. That was the most on-brand thing. (laughs) It could have possibly happened. (laughs) What movie is this for? What are we doing? What are we doing? Where where am I right now? Oh, man. All right. Welcome to Back to the Future Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie Back to the Future one minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. And I'm Nick Jimenez. And we are from uh, DuelingGenre.com. We we uh, have the podcast Not Writing There, and we also are two of the three hosts of The Doctor's Companion, a Doctor Who podcast at thedoctorscompanion.net. Um, and now we're uh, starting this this podcast, Back to the Future Minute. Uh, because uh, as far as far back as I can remember, Back to the Future has been my my favorite movie um, of all time, 
and uh, it seems like a fun thing to do. Uh, I'm a big fan of Star Wars Minute, the uh, the podcast that's been around for about three years, um, where they they uh, analyze the uh, Star Wars movies one minute at a time. And uh, they've done Star Wars Empire and Jedi, and they start uh, Phantom Menace in January. And I shot them an email and asked if uh, it would be cool if we used their format for this. And they uh, gave us the blessing. So here we are, and uh, we're here to talk about Back to the Future. And before we get into the first minute, I thought it would be a good idea to sort of talk about our background with the movie. Um, I've been talking for a while. Uh, Nick, what, what's, what's your background from Back to the Future? Do you remember the first time that you saw the movie? Do you remember, do you have any like memories of watching the movie or, or anything like that? Never seen it. <laughs> You're going to so watch it for the first time one minute at a time. One so. minute at a time, like a cereal, right. like an old fashioned, uh, this is really <laughs> no, weird. No spoilers guys. No spoilers. Yeah. I don't, I, yeah, I don't even what clocks, uh, <laughs> But yeah, this is sound. This is gonna sound kind of uh, weird, and uh, but I actually have a lot. I can remember watching the second one first. Oh, uh, because it was on. It was on television. It was on like HBO or Encore or what have you. Um, and so I saw the second one first. That's confusing. It is. I don't know why I did it, but um, <laughs> I enjoyed. I enjoyed like the beginning of it. You know what I mean. Yeah. Where they're like in the year 2015 and like Jaws and, you know, unless you got power. I don't want to like go into the second one too much, but. Yeah. (laughs) Let's not. (laughs) And so I actually don't remember the first time I saw the first one. Like I don't have like, you know, like I I can very clearly remember like the circumstances in which I saw like Poltergeist for the first time or like Fellowship of the Ring for the first time. Right. But Back to the Future is kind of more like Star Wars where. By the time I started developing memories, it was already there. Sure. Sort of like um, the iconography was always there. Um, so, I, But I've since sat down and watched the movie numerous. I actually had the pleasure of uh, of seeing it in theaters for the first time uh, last summer uh, with a friend who had never seen it before. She was like, oh, I, I know like Johnny B. Good and, and, you know, like the DeLorean, but I've never seen it. So I was like, dude, like, we gotta go. So we went to go see it, like, that Cinemark series thing that they do. Yeah. And, you know, watching it in the theater is kind of like watching it for the first time, because you really start to admire the effortless, like, blockbuster swag of the movie. Yeah. Um, So yeah, but it's a movie that Scott and I bring up anytime we we, we're, we're writing any kind of project, be it a screenplay or a a script for anything like Back to the Future will come up yeah. eventually. I guess we um, should probably point out that we're we're writing partners. Yeah, yeah. Scott Scott and I are writing partners. We have been for almost half a decade now. Uh, <laughs> um, back when the thing was uh, watching shows episode by episode, right? Now it's watching a movie minute by minute. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Media so- geek. So my 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 Back to the Future background is actually kind of weird too, because as far as I can remember. I, I believe the very first ex- Back to the Future experience I ever had was at the opening of Back to the Future, The Ride. Oh. Um, I, I'm pretty sure that my dad took me to, to that ride before I knew what Back to the Future was. And I just remember him describing it 
and just being like, yeah, you know, you, you fly in this car that's a time machine. And at one point you go back to the dinosaurs and a dinosaur eats you and spits you back out again. And have you ever ridden the Back to the Future ride? I've never been to uh, that. Uh, is this Universal Studios? Yeah, it was Universal Studios. I've yeah. never been. Oh, okay. Well, um, uh, so there is there is a part where that happens because the whole idea is that you're like chasing Biff. I'm sure that at some point we'll end up doing a, a show about Back to the Future: The Ride because there's a um, they have the like the videos are up everywhere. Um, oh, cool. Because when they retired the ride, Universal like put the ride footage up so that it was like available for anyone to watch. Um, so. Uh, yeah, so I was like five, I think, because I believe that opened in 1990. So I think it was like five, maybe six. And um, uh, for those of you uh, doing the math at home, yes, that means I was born the year that Back to the Future was released. Um, so yeah. I remember going to that ride and I remember being like five years old and not really having a firm grasp on reality. So when my dad, when my dad told me that, uh, there was a part in the ride where like that you're going to be in a car and it's going to, it's a convertible and it, uh, you're traveling through time and a dinosaur is going to eat you and spit you back out. And that just sounded like, why would anyone want to do that? And that sounded like the most terrifying prospect I've ever heard. And so, you know how in rides you have like you have like the exterior queue and then the interior queue, and then on some rides, especially like the the hydraulic based rides, there will be like a a pre ride segment um, where you sort of like get all the inf safety information and everything before you actually get into like the, the ride portion. Sure. Well, I was in that portion and it was like, Oh, you know, be careful of this. And it was making all these back to the future jokes about ridiculous things that could happen to you in this DeLorean, <laughs> this convertible DeLorean. Yeah. And I flipped out like, I don't I don't think I've ever had that big of like a freak out when I was when I was a kid. Like I flipped out. That's really I, interesting to me because you're such a kind of earnest disciple of the art of the theme park ride. Oh yeah. Well, and I think it all really comes down to this moment. The moment yeah. where this this theme park ride was so convincing to my 5 or 6 year old brain that I was scared of it, like terrified that it was real and that like I was going to die because just because the dinosaur eats you doesn't mean it's going to spit you back out. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> right. So so I was terrified and I, I w didn't ride the ride like I I went to like the little there's like a little daycare for like scared kids Pussies. Um, that most right. Yeah. <laughs> that most rights have. Yeah. A and of course. Uh, that, I, I live there. Yeah. And, and so like, I, I just went to that and waited for my dad to get off the ride and he was like really embarrassed and it was a whole thing. But, um, I remember that moment. And so then when we got back, I believe my dad was like so upset that I hadn't ridden that ride. Cause it was like the whole reason we went to the park sure. was because he wanted to share the experience of riding this ride with me. And so then he was like, okay, maybe it was a bad idea to take you try to take you on this ride before we actually watch the movies. So now we're going to watch the movies. 
And it was like a Sunday or a Saturday, you know, and then we just watched all three in a row, I think on Laserdisc, if I'm not mistaken. Did you go back to the park that same day? No, 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 because we lived far away from Orlando um, where the ride was. But we went back, I think, the next year because we went to a theme park just about every year um, because my parents were divorced. So I would see my dad over the summers, you know, so we would usually go to a theme park like every summer. Um, and then I think we went the next year and then I wrote it and it was like, I, it's like the greatest ride. Um, sure. Like I, I love that as, as far as like dark ride, thrill ride, kind of hydraulic based rides, motion, motion rides. Oh. I don't know what you call yeah. those. I'm sorry that I'll never get to go. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm sad that I won't ever get to go again. Um, cause it's the Simpsons ride now, which is weird. Um, because apparently Back to the Future was outdated, but The Simpsons wasn't. I whatever. Sure. Yeah. So so I watched those movies and kind of became obsessed with them, and they became sort of my go to movie to like watch at at any time when I was when I was young. Um, sure. And uh, you know I remember going to my grandmother's house a lot um, because that's where I would go when my dad was working. It was like my own personal like daycare kind of thing, and. Uh, I would go there and I would just – I would come with the three Back to the Future VHSs and I would just watch them over and over and over and over again. Which one was the most beat up? Uh, definitely the second one. The second one was my favorite of the three when I was a kid. Um, now it's – it's it's uh, oddly enough, it's actually my least favorite now of the three. Yeah. Um, well, because it's the worst movie. Yeah, I mean it is. Um, but we'll, we'll talk about Sorry, that guys. much, much later from yeah, now. Much later. Um, like, a, like 117 minutes from now. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so that, that was always my favorite one, but it was really, like you said, it was really the, the 2015 stuff. Uh, yeah. because everything after that, like, I think I will say, I think that movie had a lot to do with my understanding of like complicated plots. Um, sure. Yeah. I, I think that it, I really think that movie had a, had a large hand in like forming my brain. And the way that it works to process yeah. stories. To where, like, your your litness for convoluted plots is much higher than the average moviegoer. I would say so, yeah. And I think it's that movie's fault. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah. So uh, then, at, at, you know, once I finally got sort of a discerning taste and realized how good Back to the Future was, um, it sort of just became my favorite movie. Yeah. So... That's uh, that's that. And, and, and like you said, yeah, we bring it up all the time when we're writing. Um, we talk about uh, the setups and payoffs and all of that stuff because – and foreshadowing and all of that, yeah. which, you know, and, it's funny because, they, you know, this is my – Back to the Future is my favorite movie and Edgar Wright's my favorite director and both of them do setups and payoffs and foreshadowing and all of that stuff. Um, yeah, and – it's so interesting, but like looking at Back to the Future, like watching it in the theater last year, and you, and you recently saw it with an with an orchestra. I did, yeah. I went to the to the orchestra thing where they where they played the the score to the movie in time, like in sync with the movie yeah. as it played, which was uh, incredible. But it's such a you know before going into a minute by minute, you know, while doing an overview, it's one of the kindest, sort of most gentle blockbusters that we have. Yeah, I mean, you look at like. You know, Man of Steel, or even even a good movie. You know, like like uh, <laughs> like, like, like 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 Age of Ultron, or you know, people are getting murdered, and like 
buildings are crashing and right. the apocalypse. And no, like if it's my understanding, not to get into spoilers, but nobody permanently dies in Back to the Future. I don't think. I don't think so. I think you. I think you're right. It. It. I mean, that's the reason why two and three I think are not as good as this first one because this first one stakes are. I got to make sure that my parents fall in love. Like, yeah, it's, such it's, a it's nice, just like, they're just, yeah. the, it's just the sweetest, like hug of a movie plot, you know? Yeah. Whereas the second and third ones are more like, uh, my dad's dead and I got to figure out why and mm-hmm. how that happened. I got to stop it from happening. And then the third one is, Oh, doc is dead. And I got to figure out why, <laughs> and I got to stop it from happening. Um, and and you know they raised the stakes in the in the second and third one, but they made them sort of mere movies. Yeah, yeah. And but Back to the Future, like, there's no guns, there's no, there's very little, like, you know. And but it also feels like an adventure, right? But in just the smallest way, like that. I mean, we'll get to it, but like the biggest fist pump moment of this whole movie are two, uh, two supporting characters falling in love and kissing. Yeah. That's crazy. That like Back to the Future is a movie that could not be made today. Period. No, because it's like, well, where's the, well, where are the stakes? There's no stakes. Right. Right. Exactly. Where's the stakes? They're emotional stakes. Okay. Where's the prophecy that Marty was always meant to be, like the traveler? <laughs> oh God. Let's start talking about a terrible what if situation. <laughs> uh, let's get. Let's start talking about the movie. Um, this preamble will not be part of the show going forward. Just so no, we won't. We won't. We won't go this much into prologue every time. Right, just for the first episode. Um, so here we go. Today we are going back to minute one, which starts with the Universal logo and ends with a clock, several clocks, in fact. Mm-hmm. 